And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. You know very well who we are. Don't let them hold you down. Reach for the stars. You had to go, but not so many. Cause you're the only one. I'll give you good and plenty. This is not just another fitness podcast. Why? I touch on subjects that not only have I experienced, but most likely you or a person you know has probably experienced it as well. I created the Me Movement on the mic to provide you with relatable content and information on areas of movement, mindset and health. I'm on a mission to help you filter through life, to help you break free of the fitness stereotypes and embrace you while still enjoying a gelato or two. So join me, Sally, and let's get this episode started. Welcome, Abracadabra. Oh, look, what a great shirt you're wearing now. If anyone it's, can it's, see. It's, uh, yeah, it's a little bit old. We're getting some new merch done soon, Sal. How are you? I'm good. And you, I'm kind of, if, um, if people are watching um, the video, we're, I'm wearing the shirt, but the other way around. Because <laughs> yeah, that's so supposed you, to be in the uh, back. I was, I, was, I was wondering what's going on there, but it looks better that way anyway. Yeah, because I just wanted to have the full like visual of it. The full head? Yes, the full head. Um, <clears throat> thank you so much for jumping in on today's podcast. What's been happening? Tell me. Nothing much, just same old shit. Um, not much that we can do at the moment with obviously the current situation with lockdown and stuff like that, but um, still doing the reviews, um, helping local businesses uh, as I've always done um, and spending the time training and just trying to get fit. So that, that's one thing that, that I'm starting to do now too. So I love it. I've been following you for quite some time and I don't even know how I saw you. Maybe because I like uh, kebabs so much and I, I, I like watching. It must, must be some kind of sickness where you like watching people eat. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's a, a lot of people that say there's a lot of people that say yeah, man. There's a lot of people that say that to me, especially the people that have done that gastro, um, the gastro sleeve and stuff like that. And they can't eat anymore, so they hit me up and they send me messages and they go, man, we can't eat. You're, you're eating for us, so I give them that sort of satisfaction, if you can say. Wow, that's I've never heard of that. That's amazing. Could it be a Middle Eastern mm. thing? Well, you know, we all love our food. Yes, you know, being Lebanese, you know, we we eat and we eat probably more than what we should be eating. Um, and, um, yeah, it's probably, it's probably a woke thing, I would say. Yeah. Um, most of my followers, oh, the majority of my followers are, you know, Arabs and, and, and wogs. Um, obviously the Aussies follow me as well, but we tend to love our food a little bit more because of the culture. Um, especially Lebanese food, which is, I rate the best on earth, you know, followed by probably Turkish food and then Greek food, but, um, it's our culture. So we, we like, it's, it's, and I think it's family to sell. So, you know, the family come together. Mum's cooking, we sit down, we break bread and we bring the family together. So it's good, man. Yes, I love that. So um, tell me a little bit about you because today's mm. topic, I was like running it by you. I was like, what am I going to call it? I think I'm going to call it obviously kebabs, chicken wings and, you know, abracadabra's fat loss journey because I've been following you all this time. So yeah, all the three things, all my favorite three things rolled into one, honestly. Into into <laughs> yes, into one. Obviously, yes. obviously, for everybody who's watching this, they would know that you're, you know, you're a, you're a fitness freak, and you've got a very very good physique, and obviously, it's very something very important to you, as it was with me. Um, 
before, you know, I, I've been on both ends south. So I've been on the extremely fit end when I used to compete and fight. Um, I was very fit, one of the, probably one of the most fittest people you'd meet. But obviously, um, you know, mental health issues, bad relationships and sort of, sort of stuff like that. Um, and you eat to comfort yourself or, or to, you know, numb that pain. And I put on about 100, 105 kilos at my heaviest. Um, at my heaviest, it was 208 kilos. Um, and I've lost, and I started documenting it. So I started losing weight slowly, 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 because I've got a lot of people that follow me, especially young kids. And I don't want them to sit there and think to themselves, it's all right, fucking look, look what Abra's doing. He's gone and eating, you know, kebabs and pizzas and burgers and, you know, whatever he's eating. Um, I don't want them to think that it's all right to be the size that I am and, and to eat that kind of food. So mm. I want them to be able to see me fit and say, hey, look, this guy's fit, but he can still go out there and, and do what he does. And, and that's Australia's king of food reviews. So um, I started documenting the weight loss at 172 kilos and I dropped 40 kilos naturally um, in about 16 weeks. So how much kilos? Currently, 40 kilos in about 16 weeks. So I did that naturally. So, wow. um, and that's just through calorie deficit, intermittent fasting, and um, my diet. So I changed my whole lifestyle. So I used to review every day during the week and just eat like a dickhead. But now, Monday to Friday, um, it's, it's all mental for me. My mind switched on. So I'm kind of a person who, if I put that weight on, I've got to get it off. Otherwise, I'm not right. You know what I mean? Like, I made that mistake. I fucked myself up. I've got to fix myself up. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just through, through training. I trained two and a half hours a day. I started off just walking because that's basically all I could do. Um, and then I just started to um, jog, um, you know, telegraph pole to telegraph pole, and then skipping, and then um, I started burpees this week, and then I'm just starting to do that. That's kind of stuff that I used to do when I was training, but sort of introducing it a little bit slowly. I'll start bag work and um, the weights when I get a little bit lighter. Um, but for now, I'm, I'm around about 128 kilos at the moment, and that's in about 19 weeks from – that's about 18 weeks, sorry, 18 or 19 weeks from 172 kilos. So. Wow, that is absolutely amazing. I need to congratulate you on that. Well done. Thank and you, sir. Like, I um, I, I love how you've got a plan. It's not just like yeah. within it. There's like incremental progressions. It, it is. I'm very OCD like that. And and um, I've motivated. I swear to God, I've got in about two to three thousand DMs uh, from people from TikTok that have seen me, people on Instagram who have started losing weight and they watch me every week and. These are parents, mothers, fathers that are overweight, kids that are overweight, um, and they're all losing weight. Um, and the first thing that I tell them is it's got to be your mind, man. Your mind's got to be right. You know, you, you'll probably see me, you know, flog all of these fake Instagram and TikTok um, trainers out there and, and um, influencers who are trying to sell their fucking um, their plans out there and they try to sell people $1,000 worth of protein and pills and shit like that before they even start training. And I tell them it's, it's your mind. If your mind's not switched on, and you don't have that reason um, to lose weight, you never will. I don't care what diet you go on. If your mind's not right, it's that switch needs to click over. You know what I mean? Um, and that's the first thing I tell people when they hit me up. And then I start to help and I say, look, this is what I'm doing. Don't do what I'm doing because I'm a bit of an extreme person. Yeah. I always have been. So, you know, Monday to Friday, so I'm on about 500 calories a day. Um, and that's intermittent fasting. And um, that's, you know, obviously 500 calories. I'm in a calorie, uh, calorie deficit. I'm doing about two to two and a half hours of training a day, Monday to Friday, you know. Mm. Weekends are like my cheat meal when I review my food. So that's sort of like, you know, that's what, what I've done mm. with myself mm. at the moment. How are your energy levels during the week? Good. A lot of people ask me that and they go, man, don't you get hungry? Like, what do you eat when you get hungry? 
You know what? Um, our culture, we're talking about food. I mean, tabbouleh is one of my favorite things to eat. Mine too. And there's hard, there's hardly any any calories in it if you think about it. There's olive oil, lemon, and and salt, and and that's it. You know what I mean? Um, so I just tell them smash that. And if you don't smash that, just smash vegetables. You know, carrots, lettuce. You know, I love grape tomatoes. So I hammer a lot of grape tomatoes, cucumbers, and stuff like that. So it's very vegan. What I'm doing at the moment is I'm, I'm fasting from uh, 7 p.m. at night to 11 o'clock the next day. Um, and then from 12 o'clock to 7 p.m., I've got, I eat three times and then I'll eat a bully or I'll eat um, a salad or I'll have vegetables and, and I kind of eat very, very clean like Monday to Friday. No shit, no bullshit, no drinks, no sugars, nothing. Yep. You know, and then on the weekends, I, I review my food, obviously. Yep. So. Yep. And, and how much do you reckon that you'd eat on the weekend in terms of calories? Do so, you track that? So, no, I don't track it. See, one thing with me is I don't track my calories, but this is what I used to do that I don't – That I, this is what I used to do before that I don't do now. So I used to do five or six reviews a day where I'll be eating kebabs and, and fucking burgers and whatever I eat, yeah? Mm-hmm. I used to eat the whole amount. Now I'll go out, I'll do a review, and I'll have – a bite and a half of a kebab or I'll have a quarter of a burger here. The next one I'll have a quarter. So by the end of the day, I'm eating maybe a meal plus an extra burger. Do you know what I mean? I'm not eating that full amount of food. Um, So I'm very cautious of what I'm doing while I'm reviewing. But then again, because Monday to Friday, I'm so strict and I never break my diet for anything or for anyone. Um, I kind of enjoy that, you know, that 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 meal on a Sunday or Saturday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And do you, since you're such a planning person, do you have a mm-hmm. plan, a way out of this 500 calorie uh, a day? What do you reckon? 100. percent So as I'm as I'm dropping my weight, as as I'm getting lower, once I start changing my training patterns and I start introducing the weights in, and I start introducing the bag work and all the cardio. Um, then I'll, I'll start to up the uh, calorie intake, but I'll eat very clean. So, you know, obviously chicken breast, fish, barbecued, and I'll add that protein into my diet, obviously oats um, and stuff like that. So I've got that nutrition all worked out. But for me now, so the biggest thing for me is just getting rid of that weight. Yep. I just want that weight gone. Yep. Once our weight's gone, then I can start to add muscle. I can start to, you know, transform the way I look. Um, because of the muscle um, memory that I have, because of the way I used to look, I've still got it there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The only issue I'm going to have is probably my stomach. I'm going to have excess skin. But when that time comes, it's all sorted out. Mm-hmm. And um, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. You know, like your the story that you're telling me. When if like I I've done I've studied sports nutrition. I've gone to mm-hmm. uni, um, and in a case study, like if if mm-hmm. anyone that's listening, case study wise, this is the polar opposite of what they tell you to do. I'm just going to be mm-hmm. frank. Polar opposite. But in saying that, nobody knows what works for. A particular person until they do it like studies will show you certain amounts cross-sectional studies will show you um you know the results um and we don't know in terms of long term but when you get to the point where you're at and you said you were what you know you've lost 40 kilos and you were at your maximum more than 40 yeah 172 Right. I started docu- I started documenting at 172. At my heaviest, it was 207 kilos. And I remember the day I went away myself because my brother was with me and I had to get to the chemist on one of those fucking machines you put money in. <laughs> and the fucking scale came up and I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But um, but see, the thing with me is that that um, 
I'm very real. So when people ask me questions, I'm very blunt and honest mm. with them. Um, and being obese and that size, I understand what the people are going through. Um, it's a real mental head fuck cell. Like you're trapped in your in your house. You don't want to take pictures. You fucking don't want to go out anywhere. You're constantly, you know, embarrassed. Um, and I know a lot of people tell you you should be doing this diet or you should be doing that diet. But when you're that fucking heavy, yeah. you know, like when you're when you're uh, when you're a, say you're a junkie and you're on ice and you go cold turkey and you snap your body. Yeah, and that's what I had to do to myself. I had to just my mind just snapped. It was like what the. That day I weighed myself, I went home, I opened up my cupboards, I threw everything out, wow. all the chocolates, all the lollies, all the ice creams, everything. I emptied everything out, Sal, um, and I just started doing it. Now now it's a little bit harder to lose a weight that quick, obviously, because I'm, mm. I'm a little bit lighter. But, you know, people ask me, what's your motivation? I just look at myself in the mirror yep. and I just think to myself, nah, fuck this. I think it's very brave to be completely honest because everybody wants to fit into a particular mold and go, no, yeah. you should be eating, you know, based on your height, weight and age, your activity level, all that stuff. Mm. But I've never been obese. I have never been morbidly obese. I've been overweight. You know what mm. I mean? So I don't have that perspective to be in that headspace. I can't speak. Yeah, you see. And I've had clients that told me and it broke my heart, Sally, you don't Mm. understand. Yeah. There's always, that's why I said to you, when people ask me how do I lose weight, there's always that one moment that triggers it, Sal. You know, for me, that moment, I swear to God, um, you know, as a single father, it's my responsibility to take care of my daughters. You know, I've got a five-year-old daughter. So I was at the park with her and – she was like running and playing in the park and I was out of breath and I was like, mate, fuck. You know, if someone grabs my kid, I can't, I can't, what am I going to do? I can't chase him. I can't grab him. And something just clicked. Okay. And, and it was a point on TikTok too, where a lot of people were like, you know, fuck, look at the size of you. I'm making comments. And I, and I was like, mate, fuck, look, kids are following me. You know what I mean? Like I've got to do it for myself. And something just clicked. And I told people the same thing, Sal, like you might be a female, and it might be the fact that you're going out with your girlfriends and they're getting approached by men or, or whatever and you're going home lonely and you're, because of the way you look. That That's the moment that will trigger a flare. You know what I mean? There's always that moment and it's always your mindset. There's no mold. I mean, most of this bullshit fucking um, shit that people talk about, I mean, look at you. You're fit now. I mean, you're fit. I mean, somebody can be, a woman can be 70 or 80 kilos, very fit, and a larger build, and for them, their body still help you. But if you do, if they, if you go to the re- research, they'll say, nah, you're high and you're weight, you should be fucking 50 You'll kilos. Be your and it's like, too high. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, so um, I tell everybody, do it for yourself and um, and do it for your family. And, and at the end of the day, you got to do it for yourself. Like, and I'm doing it for myself, but yeah. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting point that there has to be a bigger driver. It has to be. Otherwise, it, I don't care what this you, you know, Sal. There's a million people on TikTok flicking their vegan diets, flicking their fucking uh, keto diets, doing this diet, doing that diet. It doesn't matter what fucking diet you do. If your mind and head right and headspace isn't right, you're gonna yo-yo diet all your life. Yeah, you know what I mean. What I mean, and that's why a lot of people, unfortunately, off for the off for the surgery. No disrespect to them. I mean, that's still their decision to get their life changed, and they lose their weight that way. But for me, um, if I put that fucking weight on, I'm losing that weight. Yeah. Uh, that's just how I am, you know? Yeah, I feel like the people that I've spoken to who have done the gastric bypass 
haven't actually done the work on themselves? No, they haven't. Most, most, some of them have. The people uh, that I've spoken to. You're right. To, yeah, yeah you're then, right. You're very right. Um, when I when we used to go out and have something to eat, they're like, yeah. oh, I can't eat that much or I have to go to the bathroom because they yeah. they have to, like their stomach is tiny and, yeah, you know, they're not used to not eating that much, especially if you're Middle Eastern. Like you can't even enjoy, you couldn't even enjoy. Like I'm, I mean, no. I'm not in that space. I don't know how hard it would yeah. have been. So I can't say. Yeah. Um, a lot of, especially the women, a lot of women I talk to, I'll get it done because, and I be, they're honest with me. They're like, fuck, I'm lazy. Mm. I'm not going to go out and do the cardio. I'm not going to go out and run. I'm not going to go out and train. Like, I am fucking lazy. So, you know, all credit to them. They made that decision. You know, it's a big decision to make. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people get sick from it as well. They can't eat. They can't enjoy that food. But at the end of the day, they've lost that weight and they're healthier. Yeah. You know what I that's mean? That's the main goal. Um, yeah, it's, that's their main goal. But for me, um, I think that everyone should try to do it naturally. Um before they offer any kind of operations and stuff like that. Mm. Are there any days when you are tired and don't want to do it? All, all, all the time, every day. What every day. I wake up I wake up sometimes and I think to myself, what the fuck are you doing? I'll be halfway through my, my workout and I'll be like, you dickhead, go home. And then it's that's what I tell you. It's just my mind and I'm being honest, you know what I mean? Every day, like my legs are killing me, my ankles are killing me, my back's fucked, I feel sore, but I but – I know how I used to look, and when people see that or see the way that I used to look, they're going to fucking freak out, and I'm going to freak myself out because I know how I am at my best, mm. and that's that's the motivation that keeps me going. Mm. But fuck, I'm tired every day. I mean, Monday to Friday, it's two and a half hours a day that I'm that I'm working out. Today was my last day, and I was fucked. I actually cut my workout half an hour hours short today because I was barely I was struggling to walk home to finish that last half an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I tried to jog. I couldn't even jog before. So what I try to do is I start off with skipping. I do two to 300 skips. Then I'll, I'll go for a two-hour walk. Half an hour of that walk would be me jogging. Um, so I'm jogging or running, um, but it's broken up. I can't jog for 30 minutes straight. Obviously, it's like um, one or two minutes jogging, stop, jog, stop, jog, stop, jog, stop. And then I'll be walking back and then I'll be finishing off with my stretches or, or whatnot. But, yeah, but, every day but I'm broken every day. what an accomplishment. Like you couldn't run before. I saw you. You hated that hill. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't walk. Like I couldn't, I couldn't walk. I couldn't breathe. Like I would be eating and doing reviews. And fucking, I, couldn't take my, I couldn't get my breath out. But, um, yeah, that hill, um, and I hit that hill. It was fucking funny. Like it's about um, – how can I explain it to you? It's like it's about – um, have you, you know the Hills District? You don't know the Hills District. So it's North Rocks Road. Yeah. So okay. it's at the beginning of North Rocks Road to the end of it. What it is is the road declines. Mm-hmm. And it's I don't know how many kilometres it is. So I reckon it's about three or four kilometres. Wow. And it, de- and it declines like this. And so the down, going down is all right, but coming up's a bitch. Mm. Um, and that's what hurts me. But that's when I started doing my jogs. You know how I do telegraph to telegraph? I was doing an uphill. So I was walking down and I was trying to run uphill because I knew that if I could run uphill, then I'll be able to to, to run mm. run down it easily. Amazing! You know? I love watching it. I'm just mm. like a little weird stalker <laughs> sitting there with my phone in the dark watching. Uh, you know, you know what? I'll be honest with you. So I swear to God, and I t- all my followers, um, they know I hate putting the videos out because I, I see myself skipping and I fucking look at myself and I'm like, fucking, you look like an idiot. And then I'm running and I fucking look at myself and I'm like, you look like a fucking idiot. And then. 
I hate doing it, but everybody tells me, please keep putting the videos out because I've got people that, that DM me and they take, you know, when I when I say, you know, let's fucking go, I'll get up and do it. They they take like video record my voice wow. and they listen to that shit as they're running because it just motivates them. So I continue to put the videos out even though I don't like it. And once I put you, like you'll notice, um, and I'm being very honest, like once I put the videos out and I do it in the morning, I'll switch off Instagram all day. I won't get on Instagram all day because I just don't want to. I don't want to fucking look at myself doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that will change as as um, I get fitter and stuff like that. But but right now, it's yeah, it's it's just real real talk, you know, Sam. Yeah, and the ripple effect that you're having. Did you even imagine that? Um, I knew that when I started it, I'll have an effect just because of the influence I have with the food. And I know a lot of people follow me, follow me, but to the extent that it's had, yeah. no, I didn't. And how does no, that make I you really feel? Didn't. It makes me feel good that I'm changing people's life. Like I've always been somebody who, um, you know, I wasn't the best of people when I was younger. I made mistakes. I was a bit of a bad cunt, but I changed my life around. Um, and now all I want to do is help people out, you know. Um, so when I know that, you know, parents are changing the way that they're eating or their lifestyle and their kids are, you know, you know, the, the saddest story I had, I'll tell you, mm. was um, I had a 14-year-old boy who DM'd me and he was getting severely bullied at school. Um, and he was about 120 kilos for a 14-year-old. Um, and the last day of school, it broke my heart. He, they flushed his head in the toilet. And he messaged me and he goes, they're giving me such a hard time and this is what they did. I brought, they, you know, flushed my head in the toilet. And I actually... Because um, I talk to everybody on Instagram. So anyone who DMs me, I'll take the time out to talk to them. You know, sometimes I'm up or fucking not answering messages. and But I, I want to give them that time, you know, because if they're following me, that's the least that I could do. And um, I spoke to this kid and I um, I spoke to him on Instagram on a video call. And um, he's lost. It was 120 kilos. I think I told you. He's lost. He's about 80 kilos now. So he's lost 40 kilos in about nine, in about nine months, nine or 10 months. And he goes, bro, I don't get bullied anymore. They don't, they don't call me a fat shit. They don't throw stuff at me. They don't take my, you know, they talk, laugh at me when I'm eating my food. And that was, that's probably the, um, the best, you know, the best story that I've, that so I, that I've got. That's amazing. So, essentially, you, a random online, have given this kid more impact than his family, his GP, <laughs> his like yeah. teachers. Because I'm just real with them. I just say, bro, you can do it. Like, you can do it. And I swear, and you know, I yeah. am who I am. But I, I tell them, man, fuck it, just do it. Come on, bro. And and I and I make them DM me every week and let me know. So they DM me and go, hey, bro, I lost two and a half kilos this week. I lost one kilo this week. Um, I, I, I lost, you know, one and a half kilos. And I'm like, let's fucking go. Keep going, keep going, keep going. And as they lose that weight, it gets easier. And they start, you know, they start up and down and stuff like that. So, I think yeah, it's good, man. I think you're, you got to be careful because you're taking my job. <laughs> too good I, I, too I, good I, amazing it's, it's not that so like mm. um you're very real at what you do and you've got the credentials behind you um and you know what the fuck you're talking about when it comes to nutrition and diet dietary nutrition all that shit you put me on show but the one thing that i am very good at is i've been on both both sides of that scale i've been the very very fit fucking person and i've been the overly obese person mm. you know what i mean um and I can relate to everybody out there. I know what they're going through. You know, I know that those demons in the back of your head. I know how it feels to be at that that size. I know how it feels to eat. You know, I, I used to um obviously I, I went through a lot, but I don't want to get into that. But I used to just fucking punish myself for eating. I used to go to drive throughs and and it worked out good 
uh, to one um, point because I know every single burger out there. Um, and kebabs, you know, kebabs I might crack, but I used to go to Macca's and get a Big Mac bill. I used to go to Hungry Jack's, get a Whopper. I used to go to um, KFC, get a Zinger. I used to go to Porto's, get a Bondi meal. And I wasn't even hungry, but I just wanted to eat because mm. it was just numbing that pain. You know what I mean? So, mm. so yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, I guess, honourable that you're acknowledging that. Oh uh, well, I gotta. You, you, if you don't, if you don't acknowledge your fuck ups and your mistakes, you'll never fix them. Yeah, and that's and, and that's with everything in life. It yep. doesn't matter what it is, you know. Yeah. All right, that's enough about the boring stuff, fat loss. Let's talk about <laughs> the most interesting part of what you do. Uh, let's go. Where did it come from? <laughs> uh, I've always been like, like kebabs are my crack. So no one really knew what a kebab was before I came along. They knew what it was, but they didn't know what the places that sold kebabs did, you know, from their mixed place to their pies, their pizzas, to their adanas, to stuff like that. Um, I've always been big on food. I always used to fuck around at mum's. I'm a very good cook as well. Um, and I always had sort of those reactions and stuff that I did. So I lost everything through COVID when I first started um, my job. So um, I just sat down. I said, fuck it, let's go out and do reviews. So I've got my brother and I said, let's go do it my way. Um, I'm the first to do what I do. Uh, no one can you know, copy what I do. Um, I'm very unique in that, in that sense of speaking. And um, I'm the first person to take it back and show the owners of the place and how the food's made and stuff like that. And it just blew up. Mm. Um, uh, it just blew up. And then, you know, it, it, TikTok blew up, Instagram blew up. I had um, Daily Mail articles out about me, um, you know, uh, different websites featuring me, different cooking places featuring what I'm doing. And it just it just went silly. Um and now I'm gonna do it for the rest of my life, hopefully. And I want to go around the world and review on it. So oh, I want to go then that yeah man, they know me in Lebanon, in the UK, in America. It's fucking crazy. I want to see you in Turkey. Turkey's good. Uh, listen, the first place that I, I want to do, I always promise myself that I'll, I'll do all of Australia because we're blessed to be living oh, in this country. Yep. So I want to do all of uh, all of Australia. I want to get out, you know, uh, to Melbourne. I want to go out to Adelaide. I want to go to Tassie. I want to go to uh, do Australia. Once Australia's done, I always promise that I want to. I always because I want to keep us close to home first. I want to go to New Zealand. After New Zealand, I want to do some Tonga. Once I do that, that that, then I want to go Lebanon. Once Lebanon's done. I'll go to Dubai, Dubai, I'll go to um, to Turkey and then hopefully, you know, UK, America, Japan. Um, and, yeah, so we're just looking at a TV show at the moment and get behind us and fucking make it, make it happen. Let's so. go. We'll see what happens. Let's do it. We'll um, see what happens. You know, again, the planning. The planning is coming through. It's not just, hey, I'm just going to go there and eat. There's a plan behind it, just like your uh, yeah. fat loss journey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's no, there's no fucking holidays when I go and work. It's uh, Even when I go to um, – do my food reviews i'm not actually you know i'm enjoying the food but i'm not actually sitting down and and you know when the camera's on and, I, and everything's rolling it's a lot of work that goes behind the cell, you know mm-hmm. so tell me what is your ultimate kebab you don't have to tell me where ultimate. just give me the ultimate kebab no i'll give i'll give you some places that i always ra- rave about our brother's kebabs in banksia in my opinion they're probably the best when it comes to making turkish kebabs um in sydney prospect kebab house um, and Auburn Kebab House, those two places when it comes to traditional Turkish food are phenomenal. Um, Sydney Wings and Things, you love your wings. That's and Louis out that way, fucking incredible. You know, everything's cooked in charcoal. So there's a big difference when it comes to cooking. If you're cooking on charcoal, you get that additional flavor through your food. Whereas if you're cooking on, grill, you want, on, on a grill, you won't. Uh, flash Kebabs and Burgers, they do things. Um, they're like the new kids on the block. 
but we're twisting the game on it. Um, and then there's all the burger places out there that I do and pizza places and, and so on and so forth. But um, my ultimate kebab is a lamb kebab and, and about 90% of um, places in Sydney don't do lamb because it's expensive. Mm. So, you know, Brothers Kebabs in Banksy, I do lamb. There's a few other places that do lamb because of the price. You know, it's really expensive. Uh, but my number one spot in Sydney is the two smoking Arabs. I, I rave about Raf and, Raf and Sarah um, all the time. You know, they're Australia's best local barbecue um, and you can't beat them and no one can beat them. And that's my number one spot in Sydney. But with, with my kebab, it's a lamb kebab, a lettuce, tomato, grilled onion, cheese, um, garlic sauce, chili mayo. Okay. That's my ultimate No hummus or tabbouleh in that one, huh? Nah. I don't understand that. that. No. In a nah, kebab. No, you don't, in a kebab, you don't put hummus, you don't put fucking uh, chips in there either, and you don't put um, uh, tabbouleh. You can put tabbouleh in for a zing if it's a little bit different. Um, but the same as um, the euros, you know. I fucking I love euros, but I don't like the chips in it. The chips are too heavy and it fucks the flavor up, you know. So, But if I, if you ask me, I prefer a kebab because it's, it's lighter. So. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Different types but different flavors. Yeah, it is. It is. What's your, you haven't talked about desserts. I know that you review lots of desserts. I'm a big, big donut fan. I did a video oh, once so, about weight loss and donuts, and I had a donut every day. That was hard. Did you? Yeah, did, did you? Yeah. Fucking hell. Donut. So for donuts in, donuts in Sydney, my favorite place is LA Donuts. Frida's Donuts is fucking phenomenal. That's my number one spot. Yeah, I, I, love, like, her, I, I love her donuts too. Yeah, I can't eat any other donuts in Sydney unless it's an LA Donut. I won't even eat it. I mean, Krispy right. Kreme's is fucking shit. I won't. And she knows that. Like, she knows I'll call Freda up and I'll say, I'm coming on. I'm coming get my get my fucking donuts ready. And she'll make me my custom Abra donut, you know? Um, Knefi, uh, Knefi Queen in Sydney too, absolutely phenomenal. Um, she's probably the only Knefi that I'll eat. I'll eat at Abla's as well, Knefi. But um, the, I think that the Palestinians do Knefi. That's their thing. Mm. Uh, Knefi is their thing. And this is what Halib and Custard. I fucking love Custard and this is what Halib. They're my favorite places. Oh, my favorite stuff to eat. I love it. I want. I wanted to mention LA Donuts again because I got some delivered. Um, someone sent yep. the donuts to me, and there was like twenty four, and I'm like, what am I going to do with twenty four? I <laughs> I oh, put them shit. in the fridge. I froze them, and even if I had them in the fridge for at least five days, they were still good. They weren't hard. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, freaked yeah, me yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, it's the way she does it, man. And she's she's fucking anal. Like, she's pedantic. Like, I'll go in there when she's making them and she'll scream at me. She'll say, fucking stand over there and I'll, I'll give you your donuts when it's fucking done. Yes. Um, she's very, 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 very pedantic. She's anal. And Fred is, um, she, she, she's a creator. Like, she doesn't use recipes. She'll just sit there and, like, I was there in a, in a shop and she was doing the, a, crepe, a crepe donut. Orange fucking cream crepe donut. I forget the name of it. She'll kill me when she listens to this. <laughs> And she just fucking came up with the re- recipe on that morning by herself. Wow. So she sat, sat there cooking fresh crepes and she just put it together and it was fucking incredible. Wow. I feel like that sounds like your Arab mum when they make a cake. Yeah, yeah, pretty much similar, you know, or when the Arabs do that, you know, they do that biscuit and the custard and they do all the, you know, all the desserts at home. It's, it's the best. Yeah, so. like I'm sure like if you know your mum makes something, you say, how, what'd you put in that? What does she say? <sighs> Yeah, so with my with, with me, I put a lot of um, stuff up of my mum and what she cooks, and I get so many DMs saying, "Bro, please sell me some of that." I did the could be with the loving um, the other day as well. She's the first one that created that. You know, she did that about twenty years ago, 
um, the way she does a kibbe, but she puts a lab in with the kibbe and it's fucking incredible. Um, and she's um, she's very well known in, in in Sydney. She gets people, you know, women from other villages coming over so she can teach them traditional Lebanese food. Um, and yeah, fuck man, they're they're just the best. Like you can't, it's very difficult. Like I know how to make fatush tabuli, um, you know, kosa, all that kind of stuff, but it's the it's all the fidgety stuff that I don't know how to mm. do. So you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm a bit of a rough cut. My hands are too big. But um, yeah, they got the special touch. I think. A um, couple more questions before we wrap it up. Um, favorite, absolute favorite um, Lebanese dish, please. My okay. This this is a hard one for me. My favorite thing at, at all to eat is lahmi on the barbecue tom. Oh, it's yeah. my favorite thing. That's meat. That's like basically just everyone. yeah, just just lamb, just lamb on the barbecue with tom, um, and just smash it like that. I love fatouche. I absolutely love fatouche. Mm. Um, and what else do I like Lebanese? Because I love all Lebanese cuisine. But if I'm going to pick one, which uh, uh, fucking mukhiyi. Yeah. That's like for if I'm going to pick a traditional sort of um, dish, I love that. Yeah. So entabouli as well. Um, but yeah, my favorite thing is, you know, Lebanese barbecue. Yeah. Where you got the lahmi, you got the chicken, and then you got the dom and all of that. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? A lot of people who are listening today, they'll probably be a bit um, um, in awe of how much you rave about greens and salads and fiber because I, throughout my whole you know coaching career, have been trying to encourage people to eat one piece of lettuce. Like, do you know how hard it is to encourage someone from a non-Arab background to have like lettuce? Yeah, do you know it's, how hard it's that fucking is? crazy. So how, how do you do live, it? You know. I could live on fatush, man. I'll live on fatush and tabuli. You know, if, if if there was no meat in the world, I'll be happy to live on those two things. And za'atar, man. Fuck, it's the best. Um, it's very hard. Like for Aussies, Aussies, for example, I find like with, with all of my Aussie followers and my mates, they're very meat-orientated. Um, they don't really do the salads. They do their beef, stews, their casseroles, their pies, their sausage rolls, their fucking snags. Um, that's what they've come up. That's, that's what they've been brought up on. Um, until they taste it. Once I taste the tabbouleh or once I taste the, um, the fatush, and it's really funny, so I'll, I'll put my videos and my recipes out and I'll get the Aussies, um, the Aussies that will DM me and go, bro, look, fuck, man, I make the bully. And I actually make it. Like, they follow it. And, and once I try it, it's like, you know, fuck, it's different. It's like Tom. When I put the Tom recipe out and a lot of people are like, man, we bought Tom from this place or we got Tom from here and it tastes like shit. And I say, look, you know, it's very easy to make. There's a recipe, do it. And they do it. And, and that's another good thing. That's another thing that I, you know, I love doing. That's the garlic dip if you don't know what tum is. And, Come um, on, man. Yeah, like the thing is, right, um, so why do our salads taste so good? Like why do we eat it so much? You tell me. Because it's, it's instilled in us. Oh. It's culture. It's from our village in Lebanon. Um, and we grow up, we grow up on it. You know, remember when, it's funny, remember when fucking you used to go to school and you used to have a massive luffy and you used to pull out the lead bread and people used to look at you thinking, what the fuck's this guy doing? You know how much money, you know how much money they're paying for that fucking luffy now? You know what I mean? But it's because you grow up on that food, you know? I wish Um, I had a sandwich. Mum made me, sent me a lubia and riz. Yeah, Beans but that's and the best. <laughs> yeah, it's just me too. With like this mad ham cheese sandwich with a you know uh, little peanut butter fucking sandwich with a little muffin with like sauce <laughs> dropping down my arm. Uh, yeah, but that's but the food that they sent us sent you to school on is what people absolutely crave now. You know, 
So we're very lucky to be to have grown up on on that too. Um, it's culture too, you know. Culture. Um, especially for the women out there too, you know. I, I respect women immensely. Um, you know, my mum's my queen and my daughters are my world. Um, and they all they want to do, the Lebanese mums, is just cook and make sure that the family are well fed and have the best food. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, that's you, you know, we're very lucky to have that. To have our mums bring us, you know, a bowl of fasulia or, or bring us, you know. Um, homemade desserts or tabbouleh or fatosh or whatever it is, you know, kosa or whatever. Yeah. You know, very, very lucky to have that. Yeah, we started off today talking about how hard it was and how hard it is during COVID. Um, you know, just say someone's listening to this right now and they've lost their job and they don't know what to do. You know, can you can you give them like some thoughts on what could be a possibility since you've walked that path? What's what's your number one thing to say to someone who's just had it? Can I be honest with you? Yes, please. God's always got a plan for you. That's what I'll say. That's that's the honest truth. No matter how bad you have it, just understand that God has always got a plan for you. You know, even now, currently, I'm not working because of COVID. So it's very difficult. There's no money coming in and stuff like that. But I wake up every morning saying, thank you, God. Thank you for what you've given me. Because I know there's a lot of people around the world that have got Nothing compared to what we have. So things will always get better um, and just to stay positive, you know what I mean? And that's 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 the best advice I can give them. Gratitude, being positive, kebabs, chicken wings, fat loss journey. <laughs> we spoke so about happy, everything. Man. I just wanted to say thank you so much for the journey. Thank you, Thanks for, so much for the merchandise. I look forward to seeing more new ones, maybe gym attire, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe soon. Soon and, um, we're working on it. Yeah, thank you for your time. Um, I hope thank you, you enjoy it today. Thank you very much, Aditya. Thank you. Thank you for listening to my episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, it will be greatly appreciated if you have a spare 60 seconds to put a review on this podcast. It would mean so much, especially to a small business. Thank you again for taking the time to listen. I'll see you soon. Bye.